Hey, Rick. Good morning, Devin Baker. Darren? Yeah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> well, it better be. I'm phoning the wrong number. I'm surprised you're still up. How are things going with you? I complained. It was a nice, uh, it was a very nice day here. So I got out for a round of golf. And uh, yeah, just right now, dealing with a double sleepover. So if you hear uh, two 12-year-old girls, and we've got another two 10-year-olds here. So jeez, oh, got to keep them in, in check while I'm doing this call. I want to give you a heads up. We're going to have a special guest, a person that you hung out with a bunch during high school. So, Sounds good. Yeah. Do you golf lots, or are you still into this whole sports thing? Well, no, yeah, I, I definitely try to get out. It's a bit tougher with kids, but I will say, like, with the whole COVID thing, just working from home, it's been easier to get out. You don't have to worry about, you know, bringing the clubs and a change of clothes down into the office. You can just kind of put in a nice, solid half day, and then... Uh, <laughs> Some, some client meetings in the afternoon so you could totally sneak out like halfway through and then you know have a zoom call in your car Absolutely. and they wouldn't know you gotta try to i mean that was kind of the one thing that kind of opened up first right was these golf courses and i think everybody was just like yeah you know what i gotta try to get out of the house you're going a bit squirrely so <laughs> it's the most isolating sport too it's it's perfect it physical too. distance right? yeah it's, it's kind of one of those that you're you're naturally socially distant depending on how well you hit or where you're hitting but yeah there's there's certainly lots of room out there i remember when they first opened up the golf courses you couldn't pull the pin right wasn't it weird like you couldn't pick up your ball and the ball wouldn't go into the hole and you because they didn't want you to touch the pin right yeah they still kind of do that and each course kind of has its own little nuance with the pin like some will create this little uh lever system where you you pull up on it and the ball pops out, and then others just kind of create a little, almost like a a, a bit of some sort of a sponge at the bottom, so it just kind of sits there and you just pick it up with your your two fingers. But, you know, I think for the most part, everybody's not taking the flag out anymore, so it it is what it is, right? It is what it is. So uh, take us back. What, What have you been up to? So after high school, I guess. It's like a short 25 years. Uh, I know, it's crazy, 25 years. Like, it's uh, it's funny. I never even really thought about it this year until, um, yeah, who, who I got a text from somebody. Like, oh, yeah, it's the 25th. Well, it might have been you, actually. <laughs> and just like, yeah, we're doing this podcast for the 25th. I'm like, holy crap, it's been 25 years. I guess uh, once you're in your 40s, you're considered old. So <laughs> Does it seem like it was yesterday or did it seem like it was far away another no, lifetime yeah definitely you know you can tell it's been a while i mean you, everybody likes to think they're still young and hip and cool but you know the older my daughters get you certainly realize like wow yeah that's been that's a long time ago 25 years so yeah it's um, you know i'm still in, still living in calgary um i like to say that i uh i know the city pretty good because i met uh, my wife actually grew up in the south part of the city. Ooh. I actually moved to the south part of the city, so I grew up in the northwest, and now I'm in the in the southeast. So is it, it, is it a whole different city? Like it seems like there's like a great divide with the Bow River when it comes to the north south. For sure, because she doesn't know her way around the north at all. Like if we're up around the university, or up, like I knew all these back roads, and she's has no idea but i will say i mean the north has expanded so much too like so my mom still lives up in the northwest part uh close to country hills yeah and you know when i go up there i mean i'm surprised at how many communities are still you know being built way up there i mean uh, you know it's no different than toronto right you just keep the sprawl just keeps as much as toronto has the uh the boxes in the sky with the apartments but or the condos <laughs> You know, they're out out to Milton and, you know, wherever else now. So it's definitely uh, the city keeps getting pushed further and further. What kind of work do you do, do, do? So I work in financial services. I got a a Bachelor of Commerce degree from the University of Calgary. Wow. uh, In 2000. Oh, it doesn't doesn't sound all. It sounds better than it really is, to be honest. (laughs) uh, It's kind of one of those jobs like, what do you do? Like... Kind of like Chandler from from Friends. You're a transponder, transponder, or whatever he was, right? Uh, so I work a lot with um, oil and gas, power utilities clients, with 
kind of more on the risk management side and risk transfer. So that our company does a lot of different things, but that's kind of my focus. Um, I work downtown with a company called Marsh and McLennan. Oh, wow. And you've been there for quite a bit? I've been there eight years now. Prior to that, I was, I was with a competitor of theirs called Aon, and I was there seven years. Wow. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of the last. That's 25 years in a really, really quick nutshell, I guess, right? <laughs> what was the best financial advice that you gave? Or do you, is that what you do? You give financial advice too? Well, or? mine is more, so I deal more with, with risk. So, I mean, just to kind of give you a bit of an idea, I don't want to bore everybody because most people will think it's boring. Like my kids, like, what do you do? Um, so I, I was responsible for the placement of the uh, the large uh, LNG Canada facility that is being built right now um, in BC. So I was the one placing that. So just going into the, the market and making sure that the, the client, which is predominantly Shell and a few other various uh, JVs, have the right uh, insurance slash uh, risk transfer strategies that they wanted. So that, that's kind of it in a nutshell. I never like, it's kind of a party pooper. I don't like to really, because people are like, what do you do? And it's like, yeah, this is what I do. Let's let's move on to a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like you're financially stable, I guess, right? And you made quite oh, a career with that, right? So. It's one of those, it's very, it's recession proof for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, we've gone through a few recessions here in Calgary. There's never any doubt that you know you're going to be let go or whatever like our company we haven't let anybody go even during covid wow uh, it's it's a global company too so it's there's lots of different opportunities around that and um you know you get to meet a lot of interesting people you get to know a lot of different companies and what what it is that that they do and, and what their operations are and then there's a lot of kind of cool opportunities that come out of it you know there's a little bit of travel there's obviously some golf as we We've already talked about, and it's nice to be able to have a an expense card. Ooh, uh, you're able to you're able to drop uh, every now and then as well. That certainly um, certainly makes things a little easier. Do you want to read the numbers of that expense card so we can uh, yeah, all yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> one one two two. One two two two. Was that something you wanted to get into when you were in high school, or what? What was your path uh, during high school? You know school? what, like. In high school, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. I actually kind of thought I was going to go into into being like a phys ed teacher or something. Because I really like sports and I still do to this day. But I just was like, you know, the people that I hung out with, like Byron and Dan, and they were all going the BCOM route. And I'm like, well, that's probably sounds a little, little bit better just from a stability perspective it opens up a lot more doors Hmm. down the road and that's kind of how it ended up happening i just decided well these guys are going there i'm gonna they're smart guys so they must know what they're doing so i'm gonna follow in their footsteps and they kind of took like a marketing and uh byron was focused more on economics and then he did his mba but uh, i did the uh, sort of a, a risk management and uh finance degree from the UFC so that was kind of my path and then from there you kind of get a few different job opportunities and it, and it kind of led me down that that path but um, yeah so I guess in university that was kind of more something after I'd done a few of the courses I'm like okay well, this isn't this isn't too bad and I like it and for the most part it's it's challenging it's um, it certainly has its ups and its downs but um, I, I certainly can't complain for me, if I was to say, you know, about financial advice, I don't really want to give any uh, yeah. for that because it's well, beyond, well beyond my expertise from what I'm actually, what I'm actually uh, doing. But you can go with the old stable, like don't put all your eggs in one basket, and yeah. that's a really, really cheesy one. But that's because it's not like when I say financial services, I don't want people to think that I'm some sort of guru. Bank uh, uh, working working to get on Wall Street or something like that. That's definitely not my focus. But um, yeah, but you do golf like one though, right? Going to the golf courses and using the. Oh yeah, well, and... no, I'm not that good. So if you the better you golf, <laughs> and uh, they always bug you and they say you, you don't spend enough time in the office, so you you can't be too good. You have to just be like, <laughs> you know, 
able to get around the course and, and, and hold your own and hopefully have a few good holes. Did you play any sports during high school or I'm trying to well, think? So my, yeah, my main, I mean, I, I love basketball growing up. I mean, yeah. grew up in the, the, the Jordan era, right? Yeah. So that was always, loved it. But I didn't play a lot of high school sports just because I was focused on hockey and, and baseball. That's right. That is so, right. How far did you get in hockey? Uh, I played junior A for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, you get to that point in your life where you're just like, oh, I was, I was driving out to Canmore. But at the same time, going to university, I was like, this is, I don't know about this. So, so I ended up basically just packing that in, playing, uh, playing junior B and going to university. It just made a little bit more, a little bit more sense. And then having a, a part-time job and, and doing it that way, I just, you, in a way, you sort of lose your drive, I guess, at the, wow. at the end of it, about all these other focuses going on in your life. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, certainly, certainly liked it while I was playing, that's for sure. Did you enjoy baseball more so than hockey, or how far did you get in baseball? No, hockey would have been the, the number one, for sure. Yeah. At one point, my parents basically made me, made me pick. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, we can't afford all of this. So you're you're picking one or one or the other, and hockey was the hockey was the one, right? And that's yeah. like most Canadian kids that grow up. That's what you <laughs> strive to be. But and what about your daughters? Are they in sports? They are right now. Yeah, they both play uh, competitive soccer. Oh, good. Uh, so that yeah, we're hoping they'll they'll branch out and do a few other things as well. Sign them up for some basketball and and whatnot. So, but yeah, that keeps us uh, pretty busy. It's a little bit weird right now during COVID with these sort of different rules. But yeah, usually they're sort of four or five times a week in in soccer, whether it's indoor or outdoor. And so that's what, like with soccer, there doesn't seem to really be an off season. No, not at all. Yeah, you play indoor and then indoor is done, and then you go right to outdoor. They were the first sports to get back into the swing of things, basically. During this yeah, whole that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, the MLS and yeah, all that. Yeah, that's right. I'm I sure you've got it tuned in, right? Yeah, yes, of course they have. So I'm a ticker, Rick. I know it. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I got CBC on, and they're showing old stuff from Rio 2016. Well, oh, really? Yeah. Well, the Raptors had a good. Well, speaking of that, we didn't have the Grizzlies or the Raptors. The Raptors just started yeah. right when we graduated, I think, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And they, were, they weren't very good either. No, they were not. And they were playing their first game was in the Sky Dome. <laughs> I was like, who plays at the Sky Dome, right? Well, yeah, it's way too big of a, <laughs> a venue, right? It's, I mean, especially, well, I mean, yeah. They, was it the Grizzlies? They won, like, what, 10 games or something? I'm, I'm definitely wrong on that. But they were not very good the first year, that's for sure. I, I don't know. Did we take the Raptors seriously because they were named after Jurassic Park, kind of? You know, oh, and there was the purple, too, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. You're right. It's like when the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim came in, right? Yeah. Like, what, who cheers for those? But yet, you know, I see so many kids walking around with with Ducks jerseys and hats be, because of that. So maybe the the marketing people are onto something there. They get the the kids young, and then they keep cheering for them. Yeah. Who's your team, by the way? If you're following more so basketball than hockey, or well. Oh, basketball! I definitely cheer for the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, I was I was involved just like anybody else was what a last year. Those I was I was nervous. I was sweating. I flew to Toronto to because my cousin was uh, had a book tour, so I joined her with that. But that was the Kawhi game that and I bought a ticket to go. Yeah, the, uh, the five bounces on the rim. Game. Yes, it was, and that was like a hundred fifty. It was like a hundred fifty bucks, and it was well worth it. It was just oh, yeah. so worth it. Just couldn't believe it. So it was just you know. That's the, well, but but you live in Toronto now, don't you? Yes, I do. I do live in Toronto. What's it like right now? Because there's no what is it, the Jurassic Park or whatever. It was a dra- It's the Jurassic parking lot because people are watching it uh, in a drive-in. Um, oh, really? Yes. So you pull your car up and um, and watch in in the safety of your car. <laughs> but is it in the same spot? Because no, it's a, it's in a different spot. I was going to say, they'd have to put it in some massive, like, 
um, well, even if it was a shopping mall or something. <laughs> Actually, the parking lot is right beside where one of the hotels, I guess, uh, for the NHL bubble. So, oh, okay. yeah, they, they split the, there's two hotels that the NHL players were staying at. And yeah, they there too. Could you imagine being like an NBA player or an NHL player during this time for the, the bubble? Yeah, definitely. Especially those that have like kids and stuff too, right? Like you have to make that decision if you want to bring your whole family with you or do you just go yourself? And then, I mean, those that, teams that go to the, the final it could be, you know, there for two or three months kind of in a little bubble. So yeah, it's a bit definitely strange. Do you have a choice though? I don't think you could bring your whole family though, can you? I, well, I don't know that. Uh, yeah. You might be right, but yeah. it was, and if you did, it was like once you make that call, like they, like there, there's no kind of back and forth. And what if you were a server, like a bartender or a server in like one of the restaurants in the bubble? Are you hooking up with the hockey players? Or what's happening there? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the yeah? What was the uh, our medical? Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> Was saying that we should you should consider wearing a mask during sex. Like what? I don't. I think you're past that point. Once if you've made that decision, I don't know, but I don't think that's going to help you at that point. That's so true. That's so true. By the way, how did you uh, meet your wife? Was it through mutual friend, or was it like a north south yeah. rivalry thing, or what was it, what happened? Yeah, it was uh, so through through work. I worked for a company. What was this two thousand and one, I guess, called Canada Life Casualty. Mm-hmm. And um, so this was kind of one of the first jobs I had at a university. And, and um, it was an office actually down in South Centre. So it was the South Centre Professional Building, South Centre Mall. And, uh, yeah, so we just met there. I met a couple of my good friends today, too, there. And we sort of just stayed friends, and we both moved on to different uh, different businesses and different jobs. But uh, stayed in touch, and then kind of the stars sort of aligned for us, I guess you could say, in in 2003. Yeah, and we got we got married down in uh, Cancun. Wow, Cancun. Yeah. yeah, it was a quick wedding. So we got we got engaged, and then uh, probably like late August, and we just decided to get married before Christmas by going away, and we went down to uh, the Moon Palace. Wait a minute, how long did you know each other at that time? Well, we've known each other for a couple of years. Oh, okay. I thought you got like two months and it was like, let's get married. Oh, no. Okay. No, no. Uh, we've known each other for a couple of years and then uh, we've been dating for about eight. And I mean, by today's standards, this would be like, I mean, if my daughters came home and did that, I'd be like, what? You're crazy. Like, <laughs> pump the brakes here. Come on, man. Like, what are you thinking? But it was a little bit different, you know, 17 years ago. There was a lot of, a lot more people, and I'm sure you've talked to a few of the other grads, too, that, you know, you kind of got married in your mid to late 20s. It was not like today where, you know, a lot of the, the kids or people that I, younger friends of ours that are waiting now, right, till they're 30, 35, and you wait till you have kids. But um, it just sort of seemed to make sense. So we were, we dated for about eight months, and then, yeah, went down to Cancun, and that was... 17, almost 17 years ago now. When your daughters get married, I wonder if they are going to wait longer, you know? Like, what's the trend now? Is it oh, good, yeah. Or are they actually going to get married, <laughs> you know? Like, what's happening? With well, that's, that? a good, that's a really good point, too. And you're just like, well, I don't know. And then there's so many, like, you know, you keep dropping, okay, well, at some point we'd like some grandkids here. But you're just like, well, you can't force <laughs> that. Maybe they don't want kids, right? Like, every, it's, it's such a different society right now than it was even 20 years ago i don't know how what, what you like i don't know are you married Rick? not that i know of so i don't know <laughs> well it seems like it yes <laughs> i don't know if there's going to be grandchildren with my job so i have no clue no grandchildren no you can't okay i do not know how this pandemic will change things with relationships when it comes to that kind of thing. Say, for instance, a, a couple is living with each other and they were engaged, spent so much time with each other. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I And then how, like, are people going to be nervous to even meet each other 
if I think it's the online route now. Like, how do people meet each other now? If, yeah, that's it? a good. Yeah, that's a really good point too. Yeah. Well, I saw um, there's a few billboard ads. And this is like so bad, but they're yeah, due to the pandemic. There's people that well, you have to spend more time together as a family, as you mentioned, and there's you know divorce lawyer advertisements out the yin yang right now mm. because you know and that's and you've seen it we've seen it just with a few people in our in our neighborhood where they've gotten a divorce here wow maybe and that's just, yeah, maybe that's the way i guess it could be yeah oh uh, hey what song brings you back to uh diefenbaker there oh yeah. there's tons i mean i was looking at the uh some of the other uh grads that you did the pods with and some great songs that were mentioned there mm-hmm. and you know so i certainly don't want to repeat any of those so i'm going to probably go a little bit more on the cheesy side and <laughs> I heard... your friend byron picked uh snoop dog well okay so don't don't laugh because i'm not too far from that oh you're not too far so that's not cheesy at all that's cool yeah oh do you hear that that's my uh the fire alarm the sleepover girls have burnt the popcorn <laughs> I apologize. That's awesome. Hopefully that will. Uh, do you remember? Uh, do you remember having sleepovers like in, in high school or whatever? That was fun. Oh, it was, it was great. I, I, yeah, it was like that was a special treat almost. Like you didn't do it very often. No. Uh, but now it's sort of just like okay, you gonna arrange these sleepovers and this and that, and it's like almost. You know, you, you seem to have more of them nowadays, but... It felt like a mini vacation, but really you're just in the same city, maybe a block or two away from your actual house. Well, yeah, exactly. And it's, oh, and then you get to have pizza. You get to do <laughs> yeah. this. No, stay up a little bit later. And, and play nonstop video games or whatever, right? Exactly, yeah. Video, I mean, well, not like even video games, I don't know. Like my kids, they're just all, all about the phones right now. And... uh the games that they can play on those and they'll, you know, they'll have a sleepover and they'll both be playing the game on the phone. So they're not like, you know what I mean? Like it's like how many times over this COVID I come home, I come upstairs and I'm just like, what are you guys doing? Like get outside. It's it's gorgeous. And then I just hear my, my dad when I say that, like that was like the same thing that our parents were telling us, right. When we were on summer holidays and you're, downstairs playing Mario Brothers or whatever. Oh, yes. Right? Blades of Steel. Oh, Blades of Steel. Yeah, what game were you playing the most back in those Blades games? of Steel. What was that other, like, there was that other ice hockey Yeah, game. it was ice hockey. It was actually ice hockey, and then there was... Yeah, was like the, the skinnies, the mediums, and yep. the bats. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could be the Soviet Union, remember? Yeah, you could be Soviet that that's right. So you've got, like, you have to pick your perfect lineup. Okay, do I want the... The medium guys weren't really good at anything, but they weren't really bad. They fought a lot, though, I think. Yeah, and then the, the, the big guys... Yeah, the big guys fought a lot, yeah. You could hold the B button down, yeah. and they could, like, just rip a shot. <laughs> and the skinny guys looked like Wayne Gretzky. I think they the made him... Yeah. Like, you could go everywhere, but as soon as they touched anything, they would, like, fall down. They would fall down, exactly. And But then if you got too careless, you were controlling the goalie at the same time. So, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, that was a fun game, though. That was... Uh, <laughs> Good time. But, but yeah, you did ask me about uh, a song, right? So yes. Uh, sorry for the fire alarm there. The <laughs> okay. situation has been averted. And so I heard this song a couple months ago, and I don't, you know, every now and then I'm, you get it on your Amazon or whatever. Like, okay, let's listen to, to 90s music. Mm, or whatever. Nice. So, so this song came on, and it immediately brought me back to the gym in uh, Diefenbaker. Which gym? Wow. We had two gyms, by the way. Remember that? Oh, big gym. The so big this one? would be watch, uh, watching the basketball teams warm up. Probably was the, most likely the the senior boys team. I can't remember, but I, uh, so this song is uh, House of Pain. Jump. Around.
Okay, so yeah. that's the same same idea. Same idea. <laughs> There's a lot of jumping. Awesome. Did you go to Colonel Irvin for junior uh, high? Yes, I did. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure there was a voice and men for our, our grade nine grad. You have quite the memory. Like, you remember a lot of things about junior high and high school, more so junior high than high school or vice versa? Well, you know, I haven't really thought about that for so long, but I, I grew up in North Haven, so the winter club was very close to where, like, I'd go past that all the time. But I remember we got a run, like, Byron's parents picked us up. I think they his mom had just bought like a Trans Am with the, uh, the top that came off nice. and we got a ride in that. And we thought we were like, you're the bees. These. Stuff. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> and that was for grade nine grad. Was it the same Trans Am for grade 12 or where do you guys go for grad? Grade 12. I think by then he had got, uh, the Mustang. I think he was driving the Mustang. Like, so it was an old, uh, Mustang. I can't remember the year. But um, I think he was, his mom had bought that after, and uh, well, that's, well, that was the new vehicle for grade 12. It was the new vehicle for grade 12. Are you hoping that your uh, your daughters are following your footsteps? Do you want them to be like you during high school or no? I mean, yeah, you just I just want them to be active, right? Yeah. And obviously, that's, that's a key. So you try to enroll them in as many different sports as you can. That's uh, something that's important and obviously everybody wants their kids to have good grades so you want them to go to some sort of post-secondary school i mean the one thing that i'd encourage them to do is i mean we'll see what happens with the whole covid but you know look to either do a semester abroad whether no matter where you're going to school yeah i've had a, a couple cousins that have done that and they you know they it takes your life on a completely different path. You can meet some really interesting people that can open up some doors if you ever want to travel a lot. So yeah, yeah, that would be the only thing I would suggest to them. But at the end of the day, like what do you, you know, whatever I tell my kids, it goes in one ear and out the other, right? (laughs) I'm sure most, most parents would say the same thing. Like you think you have all this influence and maybe you do indirectly. I don't know, but wow, man, it, some of the times you're just like, you just kind of slap your, slap your <laughs> what's going on? Am Are I, they hearing you right now as they eat their popcorn, their bird popcorn? Or? No, they're, they're eating popcorn and, I don't know, probably watching YouTube videos or something. I <laughs> That's exactly it. All right, let's get our guest on here. So I want to see if you can guess who it is by the, the first voice, I guess. And it is your ex-girlfriend. No, I'm kidding. It's not. It's, not, it's nobody like that. I'm trying to think who my ex-girlfriend would be. I'm trying to think, Derek. Were you dating back then? Yeah, yeah. I think, well, when I was in high school, I was dating uh, somebody in grade 11. Oh, wow. Going, so you were in 10 and she was in 11 or you were 12? Well, no, I was in 12 and she was in 11. Wow. Yeah. How long that yeah. last? I don't know, a year. And then once I went to university, then it just, that kind of fizzled. Oh, okay. She was still in high school. So that was Candace. She was on the basketball team. Oh, yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah. And that is who we're calling. So here we go. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> that's My wife is just standing here, like, looking so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... Okay, if you can tell what number that was, maybe... That was a 403 at the front. 403. Yeah, 403. So what is the Calgary number? Will it be a guy or will it be a gal? I hope it's the right number or else it'd be very awkward. Hello? Guest, talk to Darren and can Darren guess who you are? You have to say a few words. Yeah, you got to say a few words there, person. Hey, Darren. (laughs) (laughs) This this was uh, this was the person that made up my foursome today. Did you guys go golfing? We, we did, yeah. So Darren, you didn't know that Dan was going to be part of this, or no? I didn't. No, I know he had done. So ironically, I was on holidays, and I got a text from his wife saying, "Are you on this podcast?" <laughs> wow. What podcast? And then uh, so that's when I was like, "Oh yeah, I got this this uh, email from Rick," and um, <laughs> so that's when I emailed you back and i'm like yeah okay i'll do this i'll do this podcast for a fee yeah and uh so but i was kind of asking about it and he's like oh no that's great and i listened to uh some of byron's podcast yeah 
And uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, this is, I'm not going to get thrilled to death, but uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dan and I uh, hit, hit the links today at Water Valley. There you go. Yes, that's right. Who was the better golfer? Oh, it was night and day. Like, Darren, Darren was way better today. <laughs> really? <laughs> I did not have a good round. I did not have a good round today. What was that one moment you had? You're like, uh, oh, which no, one? Oh, here at the same drive. And I'm like, oh, because that was probably one of all that I didn't do so good at. And then <laughs> Karma came back to bite down after that. That's right. That's right. I um I inadvertently did an early fist pump on uh on one of my drives, and then I inadvertently shamed Darren on that drive, and then. The golf gods were not happy, and I, I ended up three-putting that, um, that hole. Wow. <laughs> so well, have you guys kept in touch throughout the whole time, 25 years? or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like kind of. Yeah, I'd say so. It's really strange because um, I actually work with Dan's wife right now and his sister-in-law. So they're on the same team that, that I'm on. And, it, and so I've been there eight years now, and I'd certainly say like that's definitely uh, helped us keep in touch a little bit little bit better uh you know dan was at my wedding reception i was at his wedding as well although i don't even know if i'd met grace before that so it was kind of like is he getting who's he marrying here like that <laughs> no idea. some random <laughs> yeah it's like you know snuffleupagus i've never really seen her so. that was a big joke yeah, was it like uh, and we were like, we were that was a big, that was a big joke. Like you guys, I don't think you, could, you had really met Grace at all. Like, no, I don't think so. Until, yeah, up until you guys started working together, I don't think you knew or you you had talked to Grace that much at all. Um, and like even I'm trying to think because you like even a couple times we went out for sushi after, but that was, I think you were dating somebody else then. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the ultimate power move? It's just to have a wedding, but nobody has met this bride. Oh, that <laughs> would be. That would be a shotgun wedding, I would think. Yeah. There's a term for that, Rick. It's called a shotgun wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on. I'm going to take notes here. What was that again? <laughs> How do you spell shotgun? That's like go to Vegas type, I think. But <laughs> I could be wrong. So, so that... Rick, I have to say, because mm-hmm. I, listen, like, I listen to Byron's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and so I need to know... Because you have the, the trained voice of, you know, like every radio DJ. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, like, what, I got to know, what type of, like, how do you do that? Because it sounds incredible. Come on, you guys could be on the radio, too. Both no. of you. No. No, what are you talking about? You guys sound great. It's just. No, it's, like, it's something. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know what it is. You, you've got to hear it, right, Dan? Like, you, like, you sound like you yeah. could be on the. You know, like it's every single radio DJ sounds like that. Like, okay. I don't want to be the typical radio person where it's like, hey, how are you doing? Like that kind of thing. Because <laughs> that's just like, oh, that's Ronnie radio kind of. But maybe it's the microphone. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I oh, yeah. Okay. Like, you have a better microphone than me. It could be. Yeah. I should have put a filter on mine then. <laughs> I, just, I just talk the way I talk. I remember when I first started, like at Power 107 in Calgary, I did not. I had no clue what I was doing. I was talking at the top end of my voice, so I was like, "I was, yeah, I was like, I was really high up, and I was talking fast." Yeah, yeah, nerve, nerve, like a nervous kind of you know. Yeah, where I was, I was thinking I was sounding the way I was supposed to sound, but really I wasn't. And then it took me a while to finally find out. Oh, just talk, just talk normally, just talk like. <laughs> and the way I do it too, when I'm on air, is I have a picture of my mom uh, right in front of me all the time. Not now, because I'm talking to you guys, but <laughs> because uh, it's just, it kind of just gives me a sense of, all right, I'm talking to one person because that's how you're supposed to talk on the radio is just to talk to one person. Right. right. Oh, awesome. interesting. Yeah. So that's kind of helped me. It's kind of eased my nerves too. If you're not nervous, you're not human. What I find amazing is how you how you can keep like conversations going and how you can find new things to talk about. Like, Oh, Thanks, Dan. That's yeah. amazing. That's an amazing I, skill. I think it's just because I'm trained now where dead air is kind of, and maybe that's my fault too when it comes to relationships and I talk too much and the, the, <laughs> the lady's like, shut up. Because I just, the, the lull and just the silence. See, I'm just talking. I'm babbling right now because I want to fill the silence. 
<laughs> and every time I hear silence, I'm like, oh, you know. But needs needs filling. Or yeah. or he is staring longingly into your eyes. <laughs> uh, you're like, no, this is too much silence. No, okay. pick up a conversation. She has to be wearing a mask too, there, and I have to be wearing a mask. That's right. You have yeah. to wear a mask. Yeah. But I, I mentioned this before um, in an episode. I, I think women are more attractive with masks on, and that's not a bad thing because their eyes are just popping. If that makes any sense. I wouldn't say that to an actual woman in person, but... Hopefully no no woman listens to this podcast. <laughs> no, it's true. I'm not saying that their mouths or their nose aren't as beautiful, but it just makes their eyes anyway. It makes you focus on different things, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> like that, the eyes. Yeah, just the eyes, just the eyes. Um, yeah, yeah. On a side note, uh, here's me like trying to steer the conversation away from that. Um, did you have a good time in high school, Derek? <laughs> you know what you, you you look back on it for sure like those are like days that you where you really had very little responsibility right other than to you know you go you go to school you do your your homework and you have all this free time to play hockey or basketball or baseball or whatever you know be in a relationship hang out with your friends there's like there's no expectation for you to have a really a job at that point in time. Very little work that you had to do around the house. Okay, clean your room a little bit, maybe the bathroom, but mm. come on. Like, when you compare it to what you have to do now, <laughs> uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, for sure, those are good. Those are good days of your life, right? Where you have little responsibility, you can't complain. But did we know back then that we oh, had... no, that's the problem. That's the problem. Like you always think that, oh yeah, you're so lucky you don't have to go to school. You just have to go to work. I was like, Yeah, but I have like I have to go to work. <laughs> you know, like that's um, and I guess that's why they say pick some pick a job that you, you like, right? Because if you really hate it, it's gonna be a that's a struggle mm. for sure. But I don't know, what do you think, Dan? You didn't mind high school? Um, no, I didn't mind high school at all. I was telling Rick on uh, when he called me for the, the other podcast, like, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed high school. Like, um, you know, you, you meet a lot of, like, the quality of the people that came out of, I think, our, our graduating class is incredible. Like, just the fact that we can still connect and um, talk, to, talk to each other, like, so many years later is just a testament to kind of the quality of the people that, that came out of that class, I think. Is it awkward to have those conversations with uh, the person that you were going out with during high school, or is that just all water under the bridge kind of thing? I, I don't know, Rick. I... <laughs> I'm not trying to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> said individual said many great things about you, by the way, and she oh. loved her high school years, and especially dating one person. Oh. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because I haven't talked to any of really – well, I haven't talked to my ex from from high school, and you know, I have, I've certainly. But I'm Darren, not, you shouldn't, though. No, no. That's, that's just it. Like, it's just something you don't really do. I, I, all these, you watch all these different movies and shows where the the exes are hanging out, and I'm like, how does that does that doesn't work at all? There's no way. But it's. I certainly go for it, so I don't think anybody else would. Yeah, I don't know, but it's 25 years though. Like, that's a long time. Hmm. You know? Yeah, it would certainly be different now today, but, um, you know, three, four months after, you're like, that's not going to work. So would you rather just been not dating during high school, or was that something? Oh, hell no. That, no, that's, uh, no, for sure not. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. fun. I mean, like, that's what you did. Um, yeah. There's certainly no regrets from that perspective at all. As Dan, Dan is silent right now, so I don't know. <laughs> He's just getting jabbed by Grace. Grace is sitting there with the poker or something, <laughs> an elbow. No, God, that's awesome that Gracie was even just, uh, you know, like, hey, did you hear about this podcast? That's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so what is your shift, Rick? Like, what? Like what? Um, what time are you normally working? Because you seem to like you have to. Oh, it's my shift is. Basically, because I'm a manager now, and it's 
okay. morning all the way to the afternoon. And this stuff that I do is just on the side. So it's like... You do it because you love it. Uh, I don't know if I love it. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I do it. I think... I don't know what it is. I just, I just love how this has connected our class in a way that I don't think a reunion could have done in a night. And I don't know. And this is the best thing about this whole pandemic because I don't think this would have happened at all if the pandemic didn't happen. This is because there wouldn't be a reason for me to phone random numbers. And I think it was the most numbers I got from women. So it's all good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. You got those on speed dial now, right? Oh, yeah, totally. So, yeah, uh, I hope that answered your question. So, so here's a funny funny uh, connection here, Rick. So mm. I've been kind of battling a bit of a, a runner's injury here over the course of, of the summer. And I was talking to one of the, the parents on one of my girls' soccer team. And he's like, oh, you got to go see this athletic therapist. Like, she is the best. She does. Oh, yes. You know where I'm going with this. I know um, what you're going with. I don't know if Dan knows. Um, and here's, here's her name. Have you heard of her? Like, she does the Stampeder. She'll do, like, hockey players. She can do whatever you want. Like, and you get an hour, and she's fantastic. And this guy's, like, a, almost like a professional bodybuilder. Like, he looks like a Greek god, for crying out loud. <laughs> and um, so he, like, shows me the name, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I've heard of that name. But like I, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, sounds good. So I've, I've had three sessions with this athletic therapist. And on, so on Thursday, I thought we were having our call, but I screwed something up. And uh, so I was checking out the pods, and there's Carla Scott. <laughs> so I, I text her. I'm like, you're a decent baker class of 95. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. So then we were, like, texting back and forth. So, yeah, the, my athletic therapist right now went to Baker High School. Didn't even know it. Like crazy. That is That's amazing. crazy. She also she also stole Doctor Sears, Megan's dad, our vice yeah. principal, car to go get some ice cream and, with Megan and with Roxy too. Well, yeah, she was saying she crashed. Uh, was it Megan's podcast? I was going to say that she did not crash the car. No, not <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> Just the podcast. Just the podcast, right? So, just like so random, like, but how I could like picture, like I could the name was like, yeah, it's so familiar to me. But and then it wasn't until I saw the the podcast listing, I'm like, oh my god. Has <laughs> <laughs> she been giving good advice and all that stuff? And she is really good at what she does. Like, if anybody needs um, an athletic therapist, she knows. She really knows her stuff. I mean. Um, fantastic. I'm, I'm still not better, but... Um, You're a better golfer than Dan is. She's given me lots of homework to do, so... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Rick, why, why do you have to bring that up? <laughs> the, your golf game? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I do. <laughs> that hurts, man. No. I love the fact that you guys still hang out. That's great. Some people don't hang out, because, and they're, they're in the same city. And, and the fact that, you know, Dan, you're in the north end still, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of central north. Yeah. And oh, he's in the in the yuppie inner city area now. Oh, nice. Pish bosh. But, you know, because even in the same city of Calgary, you don't see people because oh, they yeah. live in one end of the city to the other. Yeah. Oh, the north end doesn't hang out with the south end or whatever, right? So. It's funny in Calgary. That's, I, I find that is very true in Calgary. Yeah. Like, north people stay in the north and south people stay in the south. Very few people make that break. but. No. Once you're kind of like in one quadrant of the city, you kind of stay there, right? Yeah. It's really weird. I didn't get that at all in Edmonton when I was living in Edmonton. Well, maybe because I was no? living downtown. <laughs> maybe I was living in the center. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was in the center. But yeah, with Calgary, I found that there is that, the north end versus south. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of all, I don't know what it is. It's all spread out. I mean, I think, and hopefully like Uber and those types of things help a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to go and, and have a few a few beers and relax or whatever, you know, you can take an Uber. It's certainly a lot easier than, you know, trying to call a cab or, or something like that. So hope, like, hopefully those things will help, but yeah. it is very weird how if you think about somebody way up in the Northwest and wow, that's like an hour's drive if you wanted to go all the way up there. It's a, <laughs> it seems like a big commitment. Oh, it's nothing, like, it's nothing like Toronto though, right, Rick? I mean, like, I mean, you've moved around, like, I mean, 
between Toronto, Vancouver, mm-hmm. Edmonton, yeah. Calgary. Yeah. What's your favorite city? And what's my favorite city? Wow, that's a good. Um, yeah. I I love the I love Vancouver Island. I love Vancouver. Uh, I always will. Um, but I always I like it's just the prairies too is great. I I don't know. There's a few things that I like of each city. I think that yeah. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of our class is migrating to British Columbia, and I can tell. Like, it seems yeah, like oh, a yeah. lot of people are, like, finding ways to get to the Okanagan or get to uh, British Columbia or whatever, right? So yeah. I usually just I, – I, I find good things about everywhere I am. Yeah, I, I, yeah, same here. Like, I love – BC is such a nice um, nice place to be. You don't see yourselves going there, right, because Calgary's home. I don't know, man. I don't know. Probably. What was that, Jerry? I've said not till I'm retired. Like I'm not. Yeah. With with snow, that's for sure. Do you but, like the snow or you don't like the snow? Oh, I don't know. I have no interest at all in the snow. If I could, yeah, if we could go somewhere warm, that'd be great. I mean, the summers too. Like if you think about the Okanagan, they're just so consistently warm and just great weather for doing so many different things if you want to get out on the boat or go golfing or hiking biking if you like to be active Okanagan is a great spot you know what though but i remember talking to even both roxy and megan they miss the rocky mountains like crazy especially rocks uh well, because she was, in- was a, she was a skier right oh yeah and you know and she's in vietnam so i don't think there's a lot of mountains in vietnam no, no. i guess not the fact that you guys could get to the mountains in an hour yeah it, you know, the thing yeah is, I, I i find that's what i like about vancouver though vancouver is like the best of all worlds mm. right like mm-hmm. you got a world-class ski resort within two hours mm. you, you have the ocean um I, I just i don't know i just i could see myself and you know now with, with all this social like remote working and mm. that kind of thing like the office you know, it used to be that the, your excuse for not moving is because you can't get a job in the place that you want to go. I think with a new work environment, I, it, it makes that excuse a little less um, yeah. valid in a way. Because so, I think in the last six months, a lot of companies have proved you can work remotely and you don't have to be in an office, right? So I think it'll be interesting to see how this changes, um, you know, not only... Um, Companies in terms of in terms of their work from home policy, but I'd be I think a lot more open to you know picking up and going and going and living where I want to go live yeah. and just working from home. Huh. It, 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 last six months have shown it's possible. There's going to be a lot of real estate though that's going to be opening up. Those buildings are going to be empty. Like you think downtown Calgary is empty now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like before because yeah. yeah. Ooh. Like, what's going to happen now to those buildings, right? Like 30% vacancy before COVID. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. They might have to a different use for them almost. I, I don't know. Hmm. It was 30% vacancy before COVID? Yeah, 25 30% vacancy before COVID. How is it that Calgary has the most expensive parking downtown? Like, I don't get it. In, in the country. I know. I, well, did you see that? I, it, was a, it was a fairly old news article, but... Calgary ranked in, in terms of um, um, how expensive parking was, mm. like it ranked behind like wasn't it like Tokyo and New York or something like <laughs> that? Ridiculous. Super expensive. How? Right. <laughs> Great question. How? Is it because those awesome Chinese restaurants are in downtown too? Like I don't get it. <laughs> it makes Maybe. no sense. But well, thanks again for doing this. I really do appreciate it. It's, well, it's... thanks for yeah. You you make it pretty easy, Rick. It's um, nice to chat and connect with you and. Dan, thanks for thanks for crashing. Okay. Yep. Yeah, being, thanks for okay. thanks for letting me crash. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Darren, Darren's invited me to take part in his fantasy football. Oh, go Raiders! Um, right, Raiders all the way. Go Niners! Pick all Raiders, Niners! Come on, yeah, right. <laughs> right, Raiders! Please, please. Oh, I don't want to lose. Oh, you don't want to lose. Oh, I don't want to. I don't, Wait I don't a second, Darren. Who who has the better team, the Raiders or the Forty Niners? Uh, well, the, I think the Forty ers do. Oh, Although God. I would say, like, if I was <laughs> the first, the first player off the board will be from the Raiders before the Forty ers Okay, who has the better stadium at this point? Oh, I heard that. <laughs> That's not fair. Unreal. That stadium. 
Because I've been to Levi's Stadium. I think it's closer to San Jose than it is to San Francisco. It's like in the middle. It's like in the middle of nowhere. And it takes forever to get there. But it's a nice stadium. Is that what the, is that the new Raider Stadium? Raider Stadium is in Vegas, so it's just off the strip. Oh, right. I think I moved to Vegas. That's right. Yeah. Well, and then Los Angeles has a nice stadium, too. Like those two stadiums where nobody could go to because of this whole <laughs> pandemic. Well, you should, you got to buy your, your picture and put it in the stands. Yeah. Yeah, they're selling those. Like, I don't know how you do it, but like you've seen it on, like, I've watched the Blue Jays games or whatever, and you. Obviously, behind the back catcher, you'll see all these random, like, cut-out photos of people, life-size photos. So, you, apparently, you buy it. You buy that seat, and then you get your... So, you can say, oh, yeah, I'm sitting in row two. Hey, who presented their sports better in a pandemic? Like, I think the NHL really did a good job. I think they took a page out of the WWE when it comes to, you know, using big screens and just making it... I it's don't pretty know. good. Yeah, I mean, I think they've. Yeah, and I think I like how they just picked two cities, and I think they've done a good job of, you know, obviously managing the the COVID cases too, mm-hmm. within their their little bubbles. I mean, still, I mean, golf still is like, you just can't beat golf on HD TV. It's so good, even when there's no, no there, right, or fans. But um, yeah, I think hockey has done a pretty good job. Damn. To be honest with you guys, I haven't watched any sports in the last. <laughs> six months like honestly i haven't so i can't wait for you to come to the draft <laughs> i know that's what i was wondering no wonder darren wants you in the draft i know i feel a bit like i'm swimming with sharks right now oh yeah wait you guys should have done a cfl uh draft <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little fantasy football of the cfl no i'm kidding yeah <laughs> gentlemen thanks again uh go raiders again go, go niners, yeah. go niners. Thanks, Rick. thanks Pat. Take care of yourself, you guys. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Rick. Keep true to the dreams of youth. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye now.